Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Gotta walk the dogs, school drop-off, meetings from 10 to 3, take kids to soccer practice, then... There goes the extra time for a jog. <sighs> That's okay. Maybe next week. When everyone else relies on you, it's easy to put your needs last. Therapy is a dedicated time to focus on what you need to be happy. So you can show up for yourself the way you do for others. BetterHelp offers convenient online therapy on your schedule. It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want by chat, phone, or video call. Go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com. Ladies and gentlemen, tuned in, new episode, Music is a Love Language. I'm your host, Clint Coley, no AKAs, I am promoting something. Real quick, this episode is brought to you by Omni Backpack. This episode, where the backpack at? Where my backpack at? This episode is brought to you by Omni Backpack. Let me tell y'all something. These are the backpack. You can, you can charge your phone in this motherfucker, yo. And I carry this around everywhere I go. Like, and I don't want y'all to think I'm just giving them up, giving them an ad. And I'm not, I'm not, uh, I don't really use it. Like for real though. Like I use this. Got my brush in here. Got some hand sanitizers in here. Got some Blistex. Got my keys. Got my wallet. All that. All that's in this bag. Omni backpack. Yo, man, step your shit up. Step your shit up. All right, let's keep going. Let's talk. Um, the past couple episodes have been R&B centric. I ain't gonna lie. I'm an R&B dude. My boy Jay, you know, came on the podcast and he was, he was, he was asking like, yo, what is an R&B dude? R&B dude is Clint Coley. He is me and I am him. But today we're going to go to hip hop. Today we're going to go to hip hop. And here's what I want to talk about today. First of all, I want I have a question for everybody out there. Is this album a ring? Look closely. Were you outside? Were you, how old were you when this came out? But is this album a ring? Now, I'm going to get into this album in a second. I'm going to tell you whether I think it's a ring or not. But I had a bit of nostalgia today as I'm listening to it. And I'm like, yo, I was really outside. Well, I wasn't out really outside. I was about 12 years old. When this came out, you couldn't tell me shit. I have another question. When you see this album, the first thing I say is, do y'all niggas bust your guns? Answer the question in the comments correctly. If you give me an incorrect answer, unfollow me. But when you see this, the first thing I think of is, do y'all niggas bust your guns? All right, let's talk. First of all, let's start off with talking about the, the creation and how the Rough Riders even came to, came to pass. So, the Rough Riders is started by Swiss Beats, a.k.a. Kasim Dean, and Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX. Now, before there was anybody else in the Rough Riders, it was just those two guys. 
And I remember there was a Rough Riders anthem on the first DMX album, which is called uh, It's Dark and Hell is Hot. Everybody knows the Rough Riders anthem. The Rough Riders anthem arguably, arguably, is one of the most iconic songs in hip-hop history. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it's the most. But we can all agree that the Rough Riders, the Rough Riders anthem is arguably one of the most iconic songs in hip-hop history. So when, 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 this, when, when the Rough Riders anthem came out, if you guys remember, right, this is 1998. This is 1998. DMX, I don't know if there was any other Rough Riders yet. I'm sure they had them signed. I'm sure they had them in the, in the tuck. But I didn't know, or most of us didn't know, that there were Rough Riders. Only, only niggas we knew that were Rough Riders was the motherfuckers in the video on the dirt bikes. Do, 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 do. So we, I literally thought the Rough Riders. Now, I remember when I was in, 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 in class one day, I told my teacher I was a Rough Rider. She told me, oh, so you've been studying Teddy Roosevelt. No, I, I don't I don't I don't identify the Rough Riders with Teddy Roosevelt anymore. White people, uh DMX, Swiss Beats, The Locks, Eve, and Drag On have eclipsed whatever Rough Riders Teddy Roosevelt had. Do your history, y'all. I, I don't really like white history, but there it, there it is. I say all that to say. So the Rough Riders, but first, was just X and Swiss. And they had two albums in the same year. Number one albums at that. It's Dark and Hell is Hot. And then on top of that, they came out with, um, with, uh, with, uh, what, what album was that? Um, I'm sorry, Flesh in My Flesh. And then let's go a step further. If you remember in 1998, Jay-Z's Hard Knock Life album was out, right? I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to look in the camera when I say this. DMX's verse on Money Cash Hoes might be one of the best feature verses, period. Period. I'm not saying it's the best. I'm saying, oh, when we, when we talk about feature verses, we talk about Nicki Minaj or Monster, and we talk like DMX on Money Cash Hoes, and it ain't the bars that he's saying. He ain't saying nothing crazy. It's the energy. It's the growling. It's the DMX and my dog's bite. I felt him. I felt him. I don't even like dogs like that. <laughs> not to say, hey, Peter, don't come after me. I'm not a dog hater. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm not. I, on the old podcast, if y'all remember, if y'all, if you want to real quick, want a reference to the old podcast, I said, ladies, if I come over your house and there's a dog there, I ain't fucking. I got PTSD. But that's neither here nor there. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. But let's keep talking. The Rough Riders were first DMX and Swiss Beats, right? And then, and then, and then, the following year. So this album debuted on April 27th, 1999. We are almost about, what, 24 years of this album being out. We are literally, to the day, I'm, I'm putting a timestamp on it. I recorded this uh, at April 19th. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you why I'm real, real quick. Can I vent to y'all real quick? I got some really bad, not really bad news, but somebody else passed on my shit today. And I'm going to tell y'all this, man. If you, if you got an idea or you got some shit going on, 
I don't give a fuck how many people don't, or how many people say, ah, it ain't going to work, blah, blah, blah. You keep doing your shit. Somebody going to pay attention. Like, I'm going to tell you this right now. With this podcast, y'all, I'm going to promote my shit every day. I'm going to promote my shit every day. I don't care if you getting tired of it. I don't care if you tired of podcasts. I don't care if you, I don't care if you tired of niggas with microphone. Niggas with microphone is me. And I'm going to promote it every day because I know this podcast is fire. I know this podcast is fire. And if you a music lover, please do me a favor and share this. All right. But yeah, but it, I didn't get bad news about the podcast. I got bad news about the World Series of Space. Pissed me off a little bit, but it's cool. I'm here. Uh, I had some shrooms uh, in my smoothie. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm talking to y'all. I'm not going to lie. I'm, yeah, this, I told y'all this podcast brings me joy. So yes, I'm going to do something. If you're going through some mental health shit too out there, y'all, hey man, do something that brings you some fucking joy in the moment that it happens. And you might feel better. See, now I feel better. Y'all like, oh man, Clint, you all right? Yeah, nigga, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm here with y'all. Let's keep talking about the Rough Riders. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Rough Riders, Ride or Die, Volume 1, Is It a Ring? Now, before we answer that question, and real quick, this episode is going to be about the entire Rough Rider run. So we're talking about Volume 1, we're talking about Volume 2, and I'm going to talk about Volume 3, all right? So this album debuts April 27th, 1999. Okay, now, let's just talk about impact. My God. When this album, when this album came out, we talking about impact, man, this was everywhere. This was everywhere. We talk about impact. It was everywhere. Ride or Die Volume 1 was consistently in my CD changer or in my, in my Discman to school. Ride or, it was in my Discman going to school. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now, I wasn't allowed to, I'm going to be honest with you. Now, I wasn't allowed to have this album when I was growing up. Uh, I snuck and got it. And um, I put it, I, I was high, I would hide it under my bed. And then when I would go to school, I'm popping that shit in my disman. And on the way to school every day, I'm walking to school. The Rough Riders. What? The Rough Riders. Uh, the Rough Riders. What? The Rough Riders. I'm the D-R-A-G-O-N slash often, comma, burning niggas often. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I, do I sound like drag on too? Burning niggas often. <laughs> let's talk about drag on real quick. Let's talk about the other. How, how, let's talk about how the, the album even came together. All right. So Swiss and DMX is just them two. Then they go out. And they get drag on. I don't. I don't know in what order who was signed or whatever like that. But we'll just go down the list of who their who their roster was at this time. So on their roster was dra was drag on. I'm going to be honest with you. I like drag on as a as a kid. The older I got, the more and more I thought drag on was corny. I'm just going to be honest. I, I, I you know I don't. Maybe his lyrics don't age well. Maybe he didn't. I don't. I don't know. But out of all the Rough Riders, I used to love Drag On. And then for some reason, I don't know what happened. I don't know how. I don't know what happened to him. But as I got older, when I hear his verses now, I skip everything. I'm sorry. 
When I was younger, I I thought Dragon was that guy. Opposite of H2O, all that. I thought he was that guy. I was I was incredibly wrong. Just I'm just hey, I'm just keeping it 1000. Not a fan. Dragon for some reason, I he, I don't know. His lyrics just his lyrics, his flow, his style, all of that did not age well at all. Okay. Then you got E V E. Now, first thing I want to say about Eve is it was so good when I was growing up in Philly to have a woman rapper that was from our town, was from that's from Philly. That was from like Eve was the home team, and she from Germantown. Like, that ain't no, it ain't like she from North Philly, South Philly, all that. No, she from Germantown, dog. Like that, like to say like that, it just felt like you, you, you had, we had one. We had one with Eve. Have, I'm sorry. We have one with Eve. Felt great. I'll get to, I'll get to her, her contribution to this album and how it, you know, um, how it, how it, uh, catapulted her career later. But Eve, like, it was almost like, because if you remember, Rockefeller was also a big time click at the same time. And it felt like Swiss Beats and DMX were like, okay, every time the Rock Rockefeller got somebody, we going to get somebody for that. So it was like, okay, you got Memphis Bleak. X is like, I got Dragon. To me, it's not close. Memphis Bleak is way better than Dragon. Better music, better lyrics, better songs, all of that. Nothing. It's not comparable. But I remember Rockefeller Records had a mill. And I remember when they got Eve, I said, oh, baby, <laughs> oh, baby, Eve had more swag. Eve had better lyrics, more style. <coughs> Excuse me. And she was sexier. <coughs> Excuse me. Eve was sexy. Like, do y'all remember the, the paw prints, the tiger paw prints was a thing. Them tiger paw prints were a thing. Let's keep talking. But then you go out. Now, at that time, Freeway, I believe, had weren't wasn't an official member, but he was, it was about to happen because I remember he was on the on Dynasty Rock a lot familiar. Um, but also they had beans. Rockefeller had beans. And and you know, me as a Philly nigga, right? You can't tell me anything. You first of all, being from Philly, you and growing up when I grew, okay. Being from Philly and growing up when I grew up, which is I'm a product of the 90s and the early 2000s. That's when I grew up. That's when I was outside. You can't tell me anything about Beanie Siegel and Allen Iverson. Beanie Siegel and Allen Iverson, to me, are royalty. You can't tell me nothing bad about Beans. I don't want to hear it. Oh, man, Beans should have been shut up. Oh, Allen Iverson didn't shut up. They were, they, they, if you from Philly, they were, your, they were our guys. They were our guys. But the Rough Riders went out and said, there's a group that could rap. They got street credibility, blah, 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 blah. And them motherfuckers, them motherfuckers were free agents just coming off a bad, bad boy contract. Nigga, you went and got the locks. You went and got the locks. You went and got Styles, Jada, and Sheik. First of all, 
we've seen the verses and blah, 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 blah. Can I ask y'all an honest question? In the history of hip-hop, well, no, no, I'm not even going to say that. Can I ask y'all an honest question? Have you ever heard Jada Kiss say anything corny? Seriously. Seriously. I've been listening to Jada Kiss for about over 20 years now. I can't tell you any time I've really heard Jada Kiss say something corny. I've never heard, he don't take bars off. Man, I'm sure he got some shit. Y'all probably like, ah, Clint, that was that. No, man, I maybe it's just the way he said it. I ain't never heard Kiss say nothing corny to me. To me. I never heard it. Kiss not corny. No, sir. So now this is your roster going into this album. This is a solid roster. You got a tight-ass producer in Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats, arguably one of the greatest producers in hip-hop of all time. You got Swiss. Then, arguably, in 1999, y'all, in 1999, DMX was the best rapper out. Going into this Rough Riders album in April of 1999, coming off the year that he just had, DMX, in 1998, he was the best rapper out. It was not Jay-Z. It was, it was DMX. We know this. He was the best rapper out, period. Period. Nobody was touching him at that time. Nobody. Nobody. So you got, you got, you got, you got arguably the best producer. You got arguably the best rapper. And then you have a lineup of niggas who can legitimately spit and women because Eve can rap. So now we go into this album, right? And let's, we talk about the impact. Again, y'all know my, my criteria for whether or not something is a ring. Impact, influence, move the genre forward, test of time. 80% or better with the track listed. Now, I can tell you this right now. This album, the track listing, no. Now, let's 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 talk about the track listing real quick. The first five tracks, because I'm taking out talking money to skit. Taking money. They didn't need that skit. I, I don't know why you didn't you just had a nigga shoot, they had a nigga shooting on the skit. It, it didn't give me my fucking money, nigga. This is dumb. You, you didn't need the skit. But the first five, the first five actual songs on this album, they were, nigga, these, we talking bangers. We talking bangers. Let's start with the first one. Ride or Die, the intro. Now, y'all know the intro. The Rough Riders. What? The Rough Riders. Now, they took that, that's the same beat that uh, EPMD and the uh, Hit Squad, was it the Hit, are they called the Hit Squad? Uh, yeah, the hit, uh, Death Squad, the Death Squad. EPMD and the Death Squad, that's uh, uh, Eric Sermon, Parrish, uh, uh, Redman, uh, K-Solo, um, and uh, uh, Keith Murray, right? I don't think Keith Murray was on that track, but if you remember the headbanger, the headbanger, what? The headbanger, yeah, yeah. So they took the same beat, applied it to the Rough Riders. Everybody's verse was fire. Everybody's verse was fire. That was a perfect intro to the album saying we are the Rough Riders. What? The Rough Riders. Everybody, 16 bars, give me your best. Sheik, mm, starts it off. Starts it off. Then Jada Kiss. I hope you ain't tongue kissing your spouse because I'll be fucking her in the mouth. Type of nigga bucket your house. Too slick means she be sucking my dick. And before you know it, I'ma have a stuff in my bricks. Jada, if I kiss you now, you die later. I've been nice as niggas was watching movies on beta. Betamax for all you young niggas out there. 
You don't know about Betamax. You wasn't outside yet. Been nice since niggas been watching movies on beta. Come on, kiss. Then, Rough Riders, you know, chorus, style, fuck you and your son. Y'all lower the scum. Show me the money. Show you a gun, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Eve. No recognize niggas. Only fuck with... Yeah, come on, man. Then drag on and DMX finish it. Great intro track. Let's go to the second song. Down Bottom. First of all, first of all, Down Bottom at the... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Tom had Juvenile on it. Down Bottom had Juvenile on it. And he's hot. Or he's about to be hot. I don't know the dates. But either he's hot or he right there. He's right. He. he. Do y'all niggas bust your guns. Do y'all niggas bust your guns. First of all, the Down Bottom beat. I think at that time, I remember the first time I heard that beat, I said, yo, I, I think I ran that beat back at least 30, 40, or 50 times. I ran down bottom back, not for the lyrics, just for the beat. I said, what the fuck is this? One of the, that's one of the, man, that beat, woof, woof. Down bottom, inch, woof. Chef's kiss. Let's go to the next track. What y'all niggas want? What y'all want? That's Eve's track. Now, I believe, I don't know if that was the lead single on the album. I don't know if that was, the, but let me tell you this. Again, I don't know what it hit like for the rest of the country, but living in Philly, I heard what y'all niggas want literally five times every hour on Power 99. I heard it. What y'all niggas want? Mm. Can't touch. Nigga, first of all, let's, that, that is a beautiful chorus, beautiful beat, and Eve is giving bar after bar after bar after bar after bar. Nigga. So that's where we at. Mm. All right. All right. Then the next song, after what y'all want, Jay-Z blesses us with a track. Jigga, my nigga. Jigga, what's my motherfucking name? Gotta walk the dogs, school drop-off, meetings from 10 to 3, take kids to soccer practice, then there goes the extra time for a jog. <sighs> That's okay. Maybe next week. When everyone else relies on you, it's easy to put your needs last. Therapy is a dedicated time to focus on what you need to be happy. So you can show up for yourself the way you do for others. BetterHelp offers convenient online therapy on your schedule. It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want, by chat, phone, or video call. Go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com. 
So imagine me. I'm 12 years old. I'm 11 years old at this time, and I'm listening to this album. I'm in. I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm in hip hop heaven. I'm in hip hop heaven. I'm in hip hop heaven. Now I remember. I know that. Like, but it was just like this was. This was the. This was the peak of almost the peak of the crew era, right? Not the peak, but it was. It was going into the peak of the crew era, and I just remember. I thought at the time the Rough Riders had it. I thought they had it. Let's keep going. So after jigging my nigga, they got the dope money with the locks. Yeah. Locks. The locks, man, the locks really legitimized the entire Rough Rider situation, if I if I'm being honest. Right. And I'm not saying that, you know, X, you know, we, but I'm just saying, like we're talking about, you talk about you, you gotta get some motherfuckers that can that can rap. Or like getting when the Rough Riders signed the locks, that was almost the equivalent of like going out like the Boston Celtics right before 2008 and going out and getting Paul Pierce, I mean not Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett and 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 Ray Allen. You got to get some you got to get some guys. You got to get some dogs. You get some dogs. And I I guess maybe that was that was that was the 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 correlation with DMX, right? Like DMX is like, yo, man. Like, and then don't forget, they got they had the synergy from Money Power Respect. They had the synergy already from Money Power Respect. That was they gave us a they gave us a glimpse. Money Power Respect was a glimpse of what was to come. Money Power Respect. Key to lie. Money Power Respect. Eating right. Come on, man. And then kiss. Nothing but the hotness. Whenever we drop this. But not, you know what I mean? Like, they, they, they already gave us that. And then also one of my favorite joints on the album was Kiss of Death. Kiss of Death. That was so low. That was a, a, a literally a, 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 a onslaught of bars that Kiss that, you know, you know, Swiss Beats handed him a beat. Kiss said, let me let me just go on ahead and go off. You know what I'm saying? I'm like the Dow Jones of rap. My stocks is high. And it never was all love. So stop the lies. Motherfuckers will blow your brains out. Watch you bleed. Same niggas that you trust. Let them watch you see. Nigga, kiss, man. Boy, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm. Let me tell y'all something about this album. On top of, on top of me about to talk about how, how it's, a, how it's a ring, right? I'm gonna be honest. For nostalgia purposes, this album will always just have a, have a, have a special place in my heart. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, yo. When I used to listen to this album. I thought I was a tough guy. I was walking to school uh, or walk, walking to catch the bus and shit like that. And I'm listening to this in my headphones. I thought I was him. You couldn't tell me nothing. Do y'all niggas bust your guns? I bust my guns. I've never bust a gun in my entire life. Matter of fact, I'm scared of guns. But that's neither here nor there. Do you fuck them till they come? I wasn't having sex. I ain't know nothing about that. But I know the shit sounded good. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, when I listened to the Rough Riders and when I was growing, I thought I was a tough guy. I thought I could beat Nick. Like, I, I'm listening. Like, my mom used to tell me, no bullshit. My mom did not like me wearing baggy clothes when I was a kid because she said, you don't know how to act. She was absolutely right. <laughs> she was absolutely right, yo. She was like, I don't know, for some reason you be wearing the baggy clothes and now you think you him, you that nigga. That's what she... And I thought I was. 
I remember my dad used to used to my, my my pants used to hang off my ass. My dad, my dad would literally, my dad would literally like grip the back of my pants and be like, and give me a wedgie and be like, I told you to pull your fucking pants up. Like, that's impact though. But okay. Let's talk about let's talk about influence. So we talked about the track listing. I said they have this, this album does have impact. The track listing, after those songs, I'm gonna be honest with you, the album is light. All right. Um, but let's talk about the uh, the influence. I don't know. I think DMX himself had influence. I think the Rough Riders had influence. I don't know if this album per se had influence. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Let's go with move the genre forward. I think it did. I think the album did. And I'm going to tell you why I feel like it did. I think that after this album, you get other compilation albums from other groups, hence the G Unit and you know Young Money, Maybach Music, MM, all that. This was one of the and 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 I remember before this, I think or maybe around the same time, the Hot Boys Guerrilla Warfare was out, right, or or came out around the same time, and I think the Guerrilla Warfare as an album was, I felt like the Hot Boys were a group, the Rough Riders weren't a group. The Rough Riders were a record label. Big difference. Rough Riders, Rough Riders was a record label. It was a click. It was like, and then all of them coming together to make this. And then after that, you have other albums that that this spawned. I think that does move the genre forward. And I think a little bit of some influence, right? Because if you're going to tell, like, let me ask you an like, honest question. This album, can we say, like, I think this is better than the G-Unit album? I think this is better than self-made by MMG. I'm gonna be honest. But that's just me. But okay. Move the genre forward. Test of time. Sometimes when you talk about test of time with an album, right? Test of time doesn't always mean does it still slap today. Test of time also means when you hear the album, do you st- do you get nostalgia? When you put on a classic album, 10 years later after it was released, you're not listening to it for this to get the same feeling you just say. You're not listening to it for you're not listening to it for the for 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 what it sounds like today. You're listening to does it put you in the same space you heard it for the first time? Every time I hear this album, I, I do I I I I do believe it it stands the test of time. When I put on those joints that I just that, that I was just talking about, it still slaps to the who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This day. For me. And not only does it still slap, but it still gives me, like, when I hear the Rough Riders, what? the Rough Riders, like, I still, I see me walking down Fifth Street and walking past Fifth and Godfrey and walking down the low and catching the bus. This album still reminds me of my friend Kiev and Irwin that I had that I that I that I that I was friends with back in the day. That album still reminds me of Kiev, Irwin, and also my boy Malik. My boy Malik. Malik, you remember like we this album when we were kids had us in a chokehold. Matter of fact, we didn't even have this on the album. We had the tape. We had that shit on tape. Malik, confirm this, bro. Please and thank you. 
Mm. Let's keep talking. Album went platinum. Doesn't mean uh, album album going platinum doesn't mean or this album going platinum doesn't mean that it, it it's it's it was um it's a classic. But I do believe we do we we do we do factor in a little bit of commercial success with it. All right. So me, I got it moving the genre forward. I got it standing the test of time, and I have it having impact. To me, Rough Riders Rider Dive Volume One to me is a ring. It has impact. It did move the genre forward, in my opinion, and it has the test of time. That's three of my five criteria for a classic album. I do believe this album is a championship ring. They have a collective team ring. This album is equivalent to the 2004 Detroit Pistons. Everybody got involved. Everybody got involved. Everybody got involved on this album. Everybody got busy. Drag On got busy. Eve got busy. Kiss got busy. X got busy. Sheik got busy. Styles got everybody. Even they caught they called in Jay-Z and he got busy on this album. Everybody got off on this album. Ride or Die Volume 1. I'm calling it a classic. You can kiss my ass if you don't feel like. <laughs> no, but let's debate about it though. I would love to, I would love to hear y'all opinion. Let's keep talking. So after that, the following year, they follow Ride or Die Volume 1 with Volume 2. Now, that is not a ring. No debate. Rough Riders Ride or Die Volume 2 is not a ring. It is not a chance. It is not a finals appearance. To be honest with you, it barely made the playoffs. I'm just keeping it a stack. There was some really hot joints on that album. First of all, you know what? It makes the playoff just for World War III alone. Scarface. First of all, World War III could have did without uh, Young One. I didn't need him on that track. Snoop, Kiss, Scarface. Where you from, gangster? You know what I mean? Actually, real quick, real quick, real quick. There is a track floating around with me rapping on World War III. Back in 2004, 2005, or 2003, 2004, there is a track where <laughs> I'm talking about busting guns and killing niggas and I'm a, I'm a, I sold so much weight and I'm pushing weight and all the other stuff. There is a track out there <laughs> with me spitting on World War III talking a whole bunch of bullshit that I did, I knew nothing about. World War III. I love that track. Then there's the joint... Remember, Styles had his holiday. I like, I like that. I like that. Uh, Twisted Heat. That was the first time. Now, you remember, uh, I, that wasn't the first time I heard Twisted, but that was the first time I was like, oh, oh, Twisted. Like, he rap fast. Um, Eve had a joint on there. Uh, got it all. It kind of gave me the same vibes as what y'all want, but just a diet version of it. No, what you know? I don't want your cars. Don't want you to do, yeah, I got it all. That shit was, yeah, yeah. it was cool. And then, and then the joint go ahead with Jada Kiss. You don't got to slap me five or give me a hug, but it hurts when you got to kill a nigga you love. So I'm going to deal with my enemy sooner, but I got him looking for my solo album like Kennedy Jr. Fuck crushed ice. Go ahead and get your shine on. Nigga. Yeah, that was my shit. I love volume two because I was a rough riders fan at the time. 
But volume two, it, it, it made the playoffs. It was it had some joints, but really didn't make no 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 big noise or anything like that. But I do believe that you know it, it had to fight. They had to follow the success of Ride or Die Volume One. They had to follow the success that they already had from the Rough Riders Ride or Die Volume One. So I understand. I get it, and it was dope. I liked it. I liked it, but I don't. I don't think it. It doesn't even come close to a classic. Didn't move the genre forward. Uh, no real impact. No influence. Uh, did uh, no no. T- it doesn't even stand the test of time. And the track listing is. Yeah, it's. It doesn't meet any of the five, in my opinion. It was. It was. It was decent. That's that's where I'm at with that album. It was decent. I can I can give it to you. I can give you a a a. It was a first round playoff exit. That's that's what it was for me. It was it probably got swept in the first round to be honest with you. Like nothing. It did it doesn't it didn't give me nothing. It didn't give me nothing. And then the album that didn't make the playoffs at all. Rough Riders Ride or Die Volume 3. By that point, I think we were we were tired of the, the, the Rough Riders was kind of getting played out. This is 2001 and at this point now Jay-Z and the Rockefeller Records are making a pivot. Jay-Z and Rockefeller Records now are becoming the number one crew in hip-hop. That was the changing of the guard, in my opinion. Between Volume 2, Ride or Die Volume 2, and Volume 3, I believe that the changing of the guard was happening. If you remember, Beans had some fire albums. Jay-Z now is the best rapper out because of the blueprint and things that he's doing. Um, Now, don't forget, uh, uh, Cameron had Come Home With Me. That was a crazy ass album. The diplomats about they, they yo, and that's another thing. Jay Z went out. It, th- 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 these those first two Rough Riders album made Jay Z go out and get more guys. So he had to go out and get a Cameron. You had to go out and get a Joel Santana. Like you know what I'm saying? You sign you sign them. You sign MOP. I remember them signing MOP. First of all, can I ask a question? M O. Remember, I remember back in the day. When every time M.O.P. was getting signed to a new label, it was a big deal. M.O.P. got to be the most overrated group in hip-hop history. What has... I can firmly tell the story of hip-hop without the mash-out posse. Now, I don't want to say this because I know them niggas from Brownsville and I don't want to get beat up. But, like, has anybody ever... Do anybody... Can anybody... Like, what bars does M.O.P. have? What bars do I, I'm not? I'm not even being. I'm being honest. Like what did? Like I remember every day. Like, I remember when Rockefeller signed him, and I remember when Gu just signed him. It's like, yo, we got MOP. Yo, we got MOP. And I, but then what? We got MOP. Then what? Cool. But what did that do? What did signing MOP do? Signing MOP was almost the same as signing. Udonis Haslam like a team tells me oh man we signing Udonis Haslam cool he not about to change nothing about your franchise he not about to change nothing he he he, he old it that's just me I I, I, I don't mm-mm. wasn't a big MOP fan and this is not the shit on MOP episode just wasn't an MOP fan not not for me um, Rough Riders Ride or Die Volume 3 was garbage. Rough Riders Ride or Die Volume 3 
the album was garbage. Don't tell me about the song with Jada Kiss and Bubba Sparks. I don't care. The album was garbage. Trash. Sewage. They could have kept that. We didn't need volume three. We barely needed volume two. But we didn't need Ride or Die volume three. It was not a good album. Not at all. We don't even need to have the conversation of did it move the genre forward, blah, 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 blah. It did nothing. It did nothing. It was like, oh, Rough Riders, Ride or Die V3 volume, volume three coming out. Okay, we're going to listen. We listen. Nah, put it down. As a matter of fact, it was a weed plate. I didn't smoke weed at the time. I don't smoke weed. I've never smoked weed in my life. Uh, well, I tried it, but I never smoked it. Like, I mean, I don't smoke it. Like, I, that was not. that's not my choice. Um, when I found out you could eat weed, that's when... You know, life got better for me. But smoking it, I ain't, I just didn't like. I, I didn't like. You know, a bunch of niggas with their lips on the blunt. Um, you know, you, I would watch motherfuckers like literally. They would, they would get a Dutch and it would. I'm like, ill dog. You didn't brush your teeth this morning. I'm cool. I don't. I don't. I don't. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. I don't want to smoke with you. I'd rather eat my weed. And then, I'm going to be honest with you, do I need to even talk about... Volume four. Do I need to do I need to discuss? Do we need to do we need to talk about volume four? Most of y'all didn't even know there was a volume four. Let's be honest. A lot of y'all didn't even know there was a rough riders ride or die volume four. Came out in 2004, I believe. Let me see. Volume four. Volume three. Yeah, here we go. Rough Riders, Volume 4, Redemption. The Redemption. And yeah, came out July 2005. By that time, I mean, that was it. It was over. It was over. But the Rough Riders had a run. This is a Rough Riders appreciation episode. I remember I was excited when I used to watch 106 of Park and on Freestyle Friday, I found out Jin... Got signed to the right to, to to Rough Riders. I was excited. I was like, "Oh, he showed the Rough Riders chain," and but he wasn't doing nothing either. Y'all going to learn Chinese? I didn't. I didn't learn. I didn't learn it. I'm sorry, Jen. Um, saw you in Too Fast, Too Furious. That was cool. Like, <laughs> so yeah. So Rough Riders appreciation episode. So what did we learn? I used to do that on old podcasts. What did we learn today? But here's what I learned today. I learned that this album, Rough Riders, Ride or Die Volume 1, is a championship ring. 
it's a it's a collective championship ring. So for those y'all saying Jada Kiss don't have a classic album, he he's a part of a team on a classic album. He was part of a team. Actually, I think that album could have been a mixtape. Imagine if that album was a mixtape. Would we be telling something different about it? If Ride or Die Volume 1 was a mixtape, be a bona fide gold medal. Might be having a different conversation about mixtapes. So, I liked it. Um, That's really all I got. I ain't got nothing else for y'all. Alright? I think that we 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 had a really good conversation about about the Rough Riders. I want to know y'all y'all memories about the Rough Riders. Did y'all want to let me ask y'all a question? Did you when you were growing up, did you want to be in the Rough Riders or did you want to be in Rockefeller? I can tell you for me, I really wanted to be in rock. But around this t- around the time I'm talking about, you couldn't tell me I wasn't a Rough Rider. So, yeah. All right. Well, um, do me a favor, man. Do me a favor. If y'all like this episode, share it with somebody. If you know somebody that's a music lover, share it with somebody. And, uh, you know, I'm going to keep promoting this shit, man. And I want y'all to keep promoting y'all shit. No matter how many people ain't, you think ain't paying attention, no matter how many people you think don't, don't hear what you're saying, man, promote your shit. Promote your shit. Because what's going to happen is your shit going to be the bomb one day and they're going to be on your dick. You know? And when they are, you still should move with the same grace and the same humbleness that you moved with when you were trying to get on. That's it. Maybe I need to tell my... I'm telling myself that too. Happy 420, you guys. Get high. Get smacked. Do what you need to do. I want y'all to... I want to thank y'all for listening. I want to thank y'all for laughing. This podcast is over. Gotta walk the dogs, school drop-off, meetings from 10 to 3, take kids to soccer practice, then... There goes the extra time for a jog. (sighs) That's okay. Maybe next week. When everyone else relies on you, it's easy to put your needs last. Therapy is a dedicated time to focus on what you need to be happy. So you can show up for yourself the way you do for others. BetterHelp offers convenient online therapy on your schedule. It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want, by chat, phone, or video call. Go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.